When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Vikings vent line every Sunday right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and podcast feed where we just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Vikings vent line is your show. That's right. It's a show for Vikings fans right here on Purple Daily. We're one of the most interactive shows in all the country, to be honest. Uh, We like to give a platform to Vikings fans to talk about the upcoming season, talk about the offseason, plenty of things to talk about. So if you're a Vikings fan and you want to get on this show, hit me up. It is vikingsventline at gmail.com. I'll put you in queue. I got people already kind of lined up over the next few weeks, but if you'd like to come on a future episode, please hit me up. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Last-minute cancellations happen, too, so just shoot me a note if you'd like to come on a show. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Of course, Purple Daily presented by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL and get yourself a TCL TV as football season nears. We are less than two months away. We're coming up on training camp here. The dwells of the offseason are finally over. We get to talk about some football, but uh, before we do that, I'm going to have my guys John and Frank here come on the show and talk about upcoming expectations and whatnot, so I'm very excited to talk to them, get their opinion on things. Uh, But yes, we are almost through this here. Vikings event line, the regular edition will return the moment after week one ends between the Vikings and Buccaneers at U.S. Bank Stadium. If you haven't heard of Vikings event line, uh, Mackie and Judd and myself, Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad, that is, uh, like come on and bring as many Vikings fans on to talk about the game. It's a great time. One of the best times. It literally is. Uh, it gets me juiced up every single time after a Vikings game ends. The real fun begins, obviously, on Vikings event line. So we're getting closer and closer to that. So really excited for football season to be here. All right. Pleasant trees aside, let's get my guys John and Frank in here to talk about the upcoming season. Uh, John, you have a nice professional setup there. I know you're, you're Viking gamer even in your little game tag at the bottom there. So you got a professional setup. Frank has the great memorabilia behind him. who's even showing me he has the same Vikings pennant that Judd dons from his home studio. Frank, that is an awesome man cave. How, I mean, how many years worth of stuff basically is just in the background there, man? A uh, couple decades. Yeah. Couple decades worth, yeah. I love it. I love it. And then, uh, oh, what do we got here, John? Little, little like, yeah, little Vikings, Vikings horn. horn. Yep. 
Is that the, the only problem with that? Is like, oh, you, I see you have it on a stand off mic. Cause, like, how would you even put that when it wasn't in your hand? Though? Yeah, I actually problem. just got it off Amazon. This comes in the oh, stand. Nice. And, okay. Yeah. I spill way too many things. So I would spill that over, but I would love, <laughs> I would love one of those. I would love one of yeah. those. So that's an awesome little uh, souvenir you got there. Um, well, fellas, let's get into it right here on Vikings event line. John, I'm, I'm going to start with you, man. Um, I've been a lot asking a lot of Vikings fans, kind of their expectations. So I'll just kind of broadly here uh, after coming off a 13 win season rookie year of head coach, Kevin O'Connell, you entering year two. Now, uh, what are your expectations for the Vikings in 2023? I don't expect them to win 13 games. I know there's a lot of people that, we're, we're going to do just as good. No, we're going to have a little bit of a, not much of a setback, but I think the most games they'll win is probably 10 games. Okay. I don't see us doing any worse. We might go down to eight, but if anything, we're not going to have that top 10 pick. We're always going to be that mid-range where the Vikings always seem to lie. We're always in that 20 to 14 range. We're never going to get that top 10 pick. But uh, I think the Vikings offense is going to be really good this year, and I think we're going to be at least mid-tier range for defense. Okay, nice. Yeah, so the step back from a record-wise, just because it's probably inevitable with regression, but the offense should still be humming. So you have you have high expectations then for the defense. You think it can really make that jump from being one of the worst units in the NFL the last few years to being kind of a mid-tier defense? You think it can actually go from point A to basically point B overnight? Well, I don't think it can go there overnight. I think it's going to take throughout the season. But mm-hmm. if you watched the Vikings defense last year, we barely blitzed. And that's Harry Hitman's style. Like, we need to get Harry the Hitman back into the defense. We didn't have him last year. Now that we got Brian Flores coming in, now we got the physicality of Andrew Booz coming in. He was a physical athlete in college. Lewis Seam was a physical athlete. I mean, obviously, Judd said Jason Mattella, or Josh Mattelis was involved so it's going to be interesting we got a lot of factors and i think we can do some damage i love it frank how about you man what are your uh, expectations for the vikings this coming season those are all great takes john by the way um i'm tempered as well with my expectations i i just don't see us pulling out three or four magical wins this year um <laughs> i mean you talk about out of the fire playing with a horseshoe in your shorts um, that's what we did last year. Our defense has been so bad the last three years. So Vegas has us, I think Declan said eight and a half the other day when I was watching the podcast. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking nine or 10 is what I'm thinking, but I reserve the right to modify that after preseason. I want to kind of see how the new defense is kind of, is kind of going, but you know, I'm thinking right around 10 and maybe, you know, if the defense can step up, as John mentioned, maybe we can kiss that 11 or 12 win season, but it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it just feels like they'll run out a little bit of that magic you just talked about, Frank, that, I mean, eight fourth quarter comebacks, it was uh, exhilarating and it was nerve wracking, but it just, it's hard to do that year in and year out. I guess, Frank, do you see a sign where maybe they come down and wins a little bit, but they're a much more polished team. There's polished games. You're not, you know, racing against the clock. You're not having the last minute drive. Do you see a situation where maybe it's actually a much more well-rounded team. And there isn't that really fluke nature that was kind of around the Vikings that a lot of national media said they had last season. Absolutely. I think that's uh, an extreme possibility. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, I think if they put together the right formula and their defense improves and just if Kevin O'Connell tweaks some things here and there, 
if they could really they could really make that jump. Um, John, do you, do you still see that Vikings offense being a top ten unit again? I think they were like ninth in points last year. Is there another level for them to get to in twenty twenty three? Are you kind of expecting the same type of thing? I think they'll do better. I mean, we we had the leftovers of Adam Thielen, which he wasn't. If you watched last year, he was not the same Adam Thielen we've seen throughout the years with Stephon Diggs and then early Justin Jefferson, like. Wasn't the same Adam Thielen, but now we got Jordan Addison. I think he's gonna bring a breath of fresh air into this offense. Plus, we got JJ, KJ, TJ, <laughs> all of that, and then we got Jordan Addison, and then the running back by committee. I think I think this offense is gonna be explosive. Top ten guaranteed if, offense. If Addison can stay out of jail, I I see he got arrested. <laughs> That's also a good one too. Maybe don't oh, go a buck forty down. I saw, the, I saw it was a speeding ticket. I don't think he got arrested yet. Yeah, I, I don't know how that was possible, but yeah, maybe maybe yeah, uh, maybe hit the brakes. We usually like yeah. to say don't you know pump the brakes sometimes on some takes or some situations. Really, let's pump I, those brakes. Even without Jordan Addison, I think Naylor can step up too. Yep, I am yeah. very interested to see what Naylor can do. Frank, do you like the running back by committee approach, or do you just do you think that this running game will be more effective with Alexander Madison kind of being the bell cow? How do you look at that running game without Dalvin Cook now? I think we'll be fine. I do. I think the committee approach is the right approach. I, th- I think it's the trend in the NFL uh, as we shift to a passing game. Um, I, I really think we'll be okay. I really do. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think they'll just run it more effectively. They didn't run the ball a lot last year in general with Dalvin Cook, which I thought was weird. So is that a more balanced approach? Does that number go up a little bit more? Are they not passing all the dang time? Um, and just have a more well-rounded offense that again, having the best fourth quarter offense, which they did last year. I think they have that step in them to go from a more you know fluky nature to being a well-rounded offense basically overnight. I think the head coach said he wants to be more efficient in his running game. And I think that's what they'll strive to achieve. I know Dalvin, I think, led the league in going down after first contact. He just didn't get much yards last year after contact. Yeah, if uh, if Madison kind of be a little bit more healthier, running backs get a lot of miles in the tires. So we'll certainly see if the efficiency rating and yeah, that effectiveness can kind of go up from, from a season ago. Uh, John, do you think by the end of his career, by the end of it, that Justin Jefferson is actually going to be one of the best, or not one of, the best wide receiver in Vikings history? There's a lot of them. I mean, Randy Moss comes to mind. Chris Carter comes to mind. Obviously, guys like Thielen and Diggs were also very good wide receivers. I'm sleeping on a few. I know I am. But do you think by the end of it, Justin Jefferson, even though it's still early, will be the best receiver in Vikings history? I mean, in our era, Dex, because I know we're close in age, of course he's going to be the best. Look at the track record he's on. He's all, he, all, he only needs 200 yards to be the leading receiver for the Bears. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Justin Jefferson, if he keeps this trajectory going with where he's at now, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, I think the, like, the only thing, and this is like a small thing, he doesn't have like the big down the field ability that I think we see from a lot of other wide receivers. It does not, I don't knock that for him. He's still an incredible wide out. He gets open and he makes big plays happen, but he definitely doesn't have that deep threat ability. Like we saw from Moss, we even saw from Diggs at times. It's like the one element. Now he gets doubled all the dang time. Hard to go deep when you're being doubled like that. And people can't throw it your way. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I, I remember prime Moss and obviously guys like Chris Carter, Jake Reed were just a little bit before my conscious time. I remember who they were, of course, but I think he's on a dang, a really good path. Frank, you've seen a lot of good wide receivers, I guess, too. You can kind of trump both of us. Do you think he's on the path to being uh, the best Vikings wide receiver of all time? 
He is. He is on the path. Now, who's the quarterback? You know, right. who's the quarterback can be the next five years of his career? Is it some stiff, some slappy? Are they bringing in Spurgeon Wynn who can one-hop the carpet into your shins at 1,000 miles an hour? Or, you know, are they bringing in bad Tavares Jackson? Who are they bringing in? Are they going to draft a kid that's going to struggle for a year or two? Is Cousins going to be back? And I'm okay with Cousins coming back. I'm not a big Cousins guy, never have been, but I'm okay with him coming back. I thought he played pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. So he's he could do it. He's got the talent. Is he going to stay healthy? And if you watch the Netflix show, I mean, he was getting popped too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was getting drilled. And so and he's not a big guy. He's frail, uh, of, of a smaller frame, I should say. Not frail. He's a tough kid, I know. But, I mean, it's just, you know, we've seen what happened to Adam. I know he breaks down with injuries and stuff. So he could do it. He could do it. Yeah, life after Kirk's really interesting. I mean, John, do you do you think that this is the last year of Kirk Cousins? Do you think that there's an extension coming even before or after the season? What do you look at uh, the future with the quarterback position with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings? I don't know. I was on the same thing with Jed. I wanted to tear it down and just go for Trey Lance and see what he can do. Um, for Kirk Cousins, I think so. I was talking to a friend and he he saw he thought it was reasonable too. Sign Kirk back for another year, and then go and get what's his name, Shadir Sanders, uh, Deion Sanders kids from Colorado. Okay, I like watching him play. He's really good. He can extend plays. He can rush the ball. Like I mean, he's, he's really good. I would, I would. That's what I would do because there's no way we're getting Caleb Evans. He's going. He's either going to the Bucks or the Cardinals. Like right. that's that's where I can see him going. Yeah, it feels like unless they have just a catastrophic amount of injuries early on that yeah. their chances of getting like a top five pick are just slim to none. Their roster, at least their offense especially, is way too good for them to be that bad. Um, but yeah, it's a predicament, to, you know, to Frank's point. And neither, and neither J.J. or Kirk gets hurt. Right. That's, that's one thing that I love about this team is that J.J. has never gotten, I don't think he's ever gotten hurt. Since no, I don't he's been think so here either. And Kirk has only been out yeah. for a play in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've been Ironman. Um, but yeah, to Frank's point, if Justin Jefferson wants to sign an extension here, he's going to definitely want to know who the heck the quarterback is and will he sign off on that now money talks. So he might get a big bag and just say, Hey, I'll take it. And you know, I'll take my lumps with potentially a bridge guy or rookie guys. We figure out the long-term solution if they indeed move on from Kirk cousins. Um, but this is a, that's a predicament that they kind of got to figure out. I get Frank. So you, you're, you're okay with giving Kirk cousins another extension. If, if all the stars align and he has another good year. I'm okay with it. Yeah. If, if they get the right price point, um, it's, it's gotta be the right price and, you know, realizing his age, but he is a tough guy I, I, watching that Netflix show really opened mm-hmm. my eyes to that. And I don't think I ever gave the guy enough credit for that. I mean, I knew he was a decent human being. You could just sense that mm-hmm. um, you could tell he was a good dad, good father and all that, but uh, the toughness of that guy that really, really shined through on that series. Yeah, I mean, their offensive line, they have two great tackles, obviously, in Darison and Brian O'Neill, but that interior is still shaky, right? I mean, it, it feels like the line is the best it's probably been in the, in the in last few years, but there are two kind of weak spots there on those guards, and if Bradbury kind of reverts back to the player he was the first three years of his career, I mean, that could be just serious trouble. So, yeah, I mean, Kirk's tough. He, he's taken a ton of licks. It's probably the thing, yeah, that to his credit, that he doesn't get talked about enough for him because he does get hit a ton. And yeah, we saw that in the Netflix doc that his ribs were definitely hurting by halfway point through the season. He basically played right through it. Um, But how they want to basically figure out their future at that quarterback position, the most important position in sports, 
is probably going to be the toughest thing that they got to figure out uh, in the draft or what that whatever they want to do post the Kirk Cousins era. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, fellas, I would love to hear some three under-the-radar Vikings players that you had growing up. And, John, I'll, I'll start with you here. I know you, you said you and I were the same age, so we're in the same ballpark a little bit. But I would love to know who are three under the radar type of guys. These guys can be, you know, guys who maybe household names or put up big stats, but guys that in your formal years or even in your adulthood that you always thought were really solid and kind of never got the full credit that they deserved. Yep. So I'm going to name one through three, and I'm going to talk about them too. So number one is Marcus Sherrills. I love Marcus Sherrills. He's a hometown dude. He actually went to my high school for a semester, which is weird. But <laughs> yeah, he actually, he's, from around here. So it was really cool seeing somebody coming from around my area and actually yeah. make it. And he was, he was a very, he was a very uh, stable punt returner, which we take for granted more often than we do not. And then the second one is Jim Klein saucer. I loved Jim <laughs> Klein, just the name Jim Klein saucer. Yep. He was a really good tight end slash fullback slash halfback. He was kind of like an all in one sort of thing. And then Brian Robinson. I love Brian Robinson. Yeah. He actually had me fall in love with the rushing game after John Randall because I watched a little bit of John Randall, but not a lot of it. And uh, I actually got to go to one of his uh, fishing things that he used to do. That's right, yeah. Big fisherman outside of the game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot how long B-Rob was here once once Judd did his list uh, for that Thursday episode that I was like, holy crap. I, I just watched that here. too. Yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> that he was here from 07 to 17. He kind of... Remember him as peak more in the in the in the decade part of the 2010s, but you don't remember him being here since 20, two, 2007. Um, and it ended up being a really really good player. Yeah, Jim Klein Saucer. I mean, come on. There's 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 a whole generation of younger of us that have never heard of Jim Klein Saucer and probably never really understand it. Cause positions ex- essentially it's extinct. He I know that CJ Ham is the closest thing, and and he, they yeah. were, they are two different players. Like Jim Klein Saucer, <laughs> oh, yeah. CJ Ham were not the same player, Mm-mm. but that's the closest thing. Uh, Frank, how about you, man? You, you obviously you've seen a lot of Vikings football too. Who are three under the radar guys that you really liked? Yeah, those are great picks, John and B. Rob. That was he was woefully underrated. Woefully, uh, ninety six questions with B. Rob. Yeah, um, yes, yes. I was gonna say that, that was overrated. <laughs> that was underrated. That was way underrated. <laughs> that was that was that was best talk yeah. show Vikings ever had. <laughs> um, I've got I've got three for you as well. I'll start with number three. Um, I have a tie here at number three. I have Sammy White and Jake Reed. Okay. They were Robin to Ahmad Rashad's Batman and to Chris Carter and Randy Moss's Batman. So both great receivers, I feel like, woefully underrated. 
um, Sammy White and Jake Reed. At number two, I've got another two guys that are tied. And what's the most underrated position in all of sports? It's offensive linemen, right? Mm-hmm. If, if quarterback's the most important, then offensive linemen's got to be the most underrated. So I got two guys. I got Corey Stringer and Phil Lodehold. Both played for six years for the Vikings and overshadowed by guys down at Dallas because Dallas was winning Super Bowls and Dallas was in the playoffs. And, and uh, Phil played six years before he got hurt, had to retire, and Corey played six years and then passed on, uh, taken from us too soon. But those two are really good players that never got the credit or the pub I felt like they deserved. And my number one guy, the most underrated Viking of all time. He's so underrated that they didn't have him in the Hall of Fame just yet, Jim Marshall. Yeah. That guy has a Hall of Fame career. He gets dinged on the wrong way fumble for the touchdown. The Vikings won that game, by the way, and a lot, in large part by what Jim Marshall did at the end of that game. But he gets unfairly dinged for running the wrong way and scoring a touchdown for the other team, San Francisco, I believe. Jim Marshall deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He's woefully underrated, and I'll pound the table for him. Yeah, I mean, everyone unfortunately knows him as the guy that ran the wrong way, but you're right. I mean, he has a Hall of Fame resume. If that doesn't happen, he's a, he's basically a surefire thing Hall of Famer. Um, those are a great lists, too. I mean, in general, Corey Stringer was an incredible tackle. Phil Lodeholt was a great tackle. Um, yeah, I love I saw. I remember just the end of, of Jake Reed and whatnot, too, and he was obviously a very good Robin. Yeah, to those to those those uh, Batman of wide receivers. Yeah, those are all great lists, fellas. I love those lists. And yeah, kind of two different generations there coming together that a lot of Vikings fans have seen. And yes, Jim Marshall definitely deserves uh, to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm 100% with you there. Uh, fellas, before we wrap up here, any last takes, John? Any last uh, shout outs you'd love to give here on Vikings Event Life? Well, I know Chad has been having a hard time trying to find his sunglasses and, you know, trying to find uh, what he wants to get. I suggest these Battle Visions from, I got this from Walmart. They come in two packs and you put them on over the glasses, they look just fine. You yep. don't you don't even think you have anything on. So, good. Judd, get get these. Um, also, I was wondering if I could shout out my Twitch. I'm doing a charity stream all week next week. Cool. All right, so yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a streamer showdown, Twitch versus Kick thing. Uh, I'm raising money for the Epilepsy Foundation. I have epilepsy, and I just want to pay back what I have gotten. So I'm going to be what doing is- that all week from the 23rd to the 30, 30th, I believe. Yeah. Okay, awesome, man. That's sweet. Good for you, dude. Yeah, uh, go go check him out. What's your Twitch handle, by the way? Uh, Twitch Twitch.tv slash Viking Gamer 4334. There you go. So if you want to check that out, go for it and do it. Uh, Frank, how about you, man? Any last takes or shout outs you'd love to give here on Vikings Event Line? Uh, just a shout out to you guys at Purple Daily for putting on great content. I love your show. I started watching back in uh, March of 2020, and uh, I, I I watch every night and I just enjoy it. And uh, anybody that I could give a shout out to is already dead. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm too just old. one before we die, right? Like yeah, just, just one, one before, before we die. die. I'll, show I'll show you my shirt quick here. It's, yeah, the someday. Yeah, someday. So, uh, my shout out is to you guys, and uh, tell Judd I'll spring for half the steaks at Manny's. We'll do. I'll let him know that one. I can do that. Sunglasses and steaks for Judd. I can let one hundred. Also, I'm going to be at Raw on uh, on oh, nice, the seventh. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. That's going to be a heck of a show. Glad to hear oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, if anyone wants to come on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, hit me up. It is vikingsventline at gmail.com. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die.